0: Go back to when we walked off the field after the buffalo game and we were 10 and 1 which i've
3: talked about that time machine i would take a time machine to do that that would be a beautiful thing but we can't um i think there would be a lot different narrative being told and we can't lose sight of the big picture um we have a lot of good people on this football team we got a lot of good players we got a lot of good coaches we got a lot of good people in this building you know i look around this building and i couldn't be more proud of the people it's not going to take a snap of the fingers we gotta work hard we, we gotta do whatever we can to have the right people um, bringing the right people to to do that, but we have a lot of those pieces in place. Um,
2: this cover isn't even close to bear.
3: Oh, our favorite Howie Roseman line. He speaks on Tuesday. Welcome back, Midday Show. Hugh Douglas, Joe Giglio. Th- this, this is going to be one of the biggest off-seasons in, in a while, have had Last year, I wasn't really excited for the off-season because we all saw it was coming, right? They had cap issues. Yeah, they, We knew they were going to lose you know, a handful or more of players from the Super Bowl team. We kind of felt that coming. This year... I don't know what's going to happen over the next month. I don't know. You could sell me, Hugh, that they tweak it, right? They just do a couple little things here. Or you could sell me they do something drastic, that they shake this thing up, that they take, you know, one or two of their six or seven high profile players, and they're not here, whether it be a trade or a cut. I could see that playing out. 215, 592, 9494. And I believe that's what they should do. They should make some major moves this offseason. A sledgehammer, a wrecking ball, as Miley would say, to the roster. Hugh, you think it is more of minor changes
2: to fix this thing? Minor changes. I think these are conversations that need to be had, and I think that that feelings need to be in check. You, you know, it's funny. I think when I talk about these young guys, a lot of times everybody wants all the praise. Nobody likes the criticism. Mm. And I think that a lot of times you have to have a little bit of both, both to keep yourself humble and keep yourself grounded. And I think that's what needs to happen in this situation. There needs to be some tough conversations that have to be had about whatever it was that fragmented that locker room. And I think once you get past that and you don't compartmentalize that and and get over it, then everything will be fine. But it's, it's, it's a tough thing, man. The thing that I've noticed about almost every professional athlete on social media Everybody wants to be praised when they're doing well, and they don't have a problem with the adulation. But when it gets a little tough and they're criticized a little bit, then they get a little bit in their feelings yeah. a little
3: no, bit. No, I, I agree with that. Actually, in a, in a sense, I do feel a little bit bad for the, for the young modern athlete because it cannot be healthy to see all the things people say about you. And, and whether I don't think most of this stuff at all from any fan is personal. It's just about the team and about performance. But I just use AJ as an example because he's been a big story here since I mean, for a while. But it does feel like he, he pays way too much attention to what people say. And and I don't think it's healthy for him. He probably shouldn't do it. I mean, the fact that he's responding to something that was said yesterday on the afternoon show, if again, if that is his account, which just feels like the most ridiculous thing in the world, but it's not healthy. Like, dude, just go p- if you don't want to pay attention to this and you just want to move off it, because then that's what he said. Isn't that why he deactivated his accounts? He wanted no negativity. Yeah. No no he didn't want to deal with it. So but then he's responding to to Spike Eskid's take on the afternoon show yesterday. It's like you can't have it both ways. If you want that and you need that Go do that. All right, 215-592-9494. We'll get back to your, all your phone calls here in a second. But, Hugh, you know what today is, right? What's today? Well, it's a Friday, but Fridays these days are now called Try days Tri-Days. tri-days. <laughs> 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 Hugh, you ready for another Try day Yes, I am. Well, we got a little update from last week. So, the three of us last weekend and we didn't get the opportunity to follow through on the try day promise right last weekend the winner of our like the best answer we got yes for a new food we should try new food combination was pizza with mustard yes so literally right now there is a pizza on the way here so we're gonna pay that off we're doing it today yes we will have pizza on mustard today live during the show but
1: pizza on mustard or mustard on pizza
2: um well are we the, getting it fixed like that a, are we making it like that we're, we're making it like that okay, uh
3: cool. depends i guess depends on how much mustard we have Kyle, no mustard it will be on the pizza well I, I guess i reversed it there all right you know what we need today Hugh, I I know uh, you've been watching Tubi lately, right? Tubi gets a bad rap. Man. Yeah, well, we got to help you out. Yeah, <laughs> we, Tubi get, gets no, we bad. need to help you out here. We got to get some something real to watch here. So Hugh's been watching Tubi. The one show I was watching, I just finished. I was watching uh, Fool Me Once, which was a uh, heard
2: a, heard a lot about that.
3: Very good. I I enjoyed it. Uh, kind of a, a page turner within a, a TV series. So I'm done with that. You're you're for some watching, watching Tubi. So we got to get us some new TV shows to watch. So try day today. We need a suggestion here from everyone. A new TV show we should watch. It could be new or how about this? It could be this? old. It
2: could be an old series.
3: Something you don't think we've seen. Yes. You know, just, you know. That, like,
2: that's, that's even better.
3: Yeah. Like if it's Columbo, we know Hugh's still watching that. I'm watching so, Columbo. Yeah. If it's like a classic, we've probably seen it. But a TV series you don't think we've
2: seen, you suggest, and we will uh, pick the best one and we'll try it out. You know what's funny? When you say classic, you know what I haven't seen that people have been suggesting? What's that? The Office. Yeah. How about this? I have never seen a single episode of The Office. I've seen like people snippets.
3: don't believe me. I, I, I mean, it's on TV all the time. Yeah, so yeah. yes, I've seen snippets I, I too. I'm not.
2: I'm not like I remember during the pandemic. Like a lot of people watching Office. I, I've never seen Office. It's just something that it, it's one of those that I guess I'll watch it whenever I like feel the need. Like if I run out of stuff to watch, never seen Gotham. I mean, not Gossam, Gotham. Gotham. Oh, I've seen Gotham. I've never seen Gotham. Yeah, Gotham's pretty good. Um, and it was never
3: anything anti-office. Like, I never didn't want to watch it. It just, it just was not one of those ones I,
2: that was on my list. Yeah,
3: I just never watched it. And then it was over, and I was like, I guess I missed this. Uh, but, yeah, I'm with you on that. I've never seen that show. But there's plenty out there. So we'll, we'll take them all the suggestions on Friday, and uh, we'll pick the best one, the one that intrigues us the most by the end of the show, and uh, we'll go and watch it. 215-592-9494. Do the Eagles need major or minor roster changes this offseason? Chris is in Middletown. Hey, Chris.
1: Chris. Happy Tri-Day. Hey, Chris. What's What's up, buddy? How you doing?
0: Uh, Dude, you guys just walked right into this wheelhouse here for me. So, um, I live in Middletown, Delaware. But speaking of the office, I am originally from Scranton, Pennsylvania, home of the office. So, um, I can tell you that show is probably very legitimately accurate um, it's a very uh, interesting place to live but I'm glad I don't live there anymore um, so yeah so is the show good
3: I mean is it as good, it as, good as people made I it out to be hysterical.
0: yeah okay yeah yeah I, I thoroughly enjoyed it uh, I'll throw one out there for you yeah um, a series that i got hooked on probably about 10 years ago and i started binge watching i don't generally do that but house of cards was pretty good too.
3: You know so, i've i've never seen that one but
1: that's it, the that's that the one with Kevin Spacey, right?
2: Yes. Yeah, he, yeah he got yeah. he got jammed up behind that or something. He, he, was, some some he was in some yeah. trouble. Yeah, he was Yeah, he did.
0: Yeah,
1: he did. Yeah, He did.
2: Chris, so, what are you thinking on the
3: birds here?
0: Um so first of all before we get into the birds, Joe, i'm glad that you, you know, you you hit the WIP sign on the way through the door today. Um uh, Unfortunately, uh, Mr. Mark, who called in, I highly enjoyed his call because he came in. He definitely hit the sign right behind you, Joe. Like a wrecking ball. (laughs) He came in wanting to swing. And, Hugh, you know, I I found it entertaining, Hugh, because... watching those two guys ride their emotion and go at each other you know you and i are always the sensible logical ones you know always yeah
3: always
0: (laughs) yeah never never emotion here you know um i'm always with you so i find it kind of entertaining but uh mark uh i love it i i love it bring your fire and your anger uh next time just you know come come in a little hotter um a little hotter A little hotter. A little hotter. Kyle's
3: going to have a heart attack back there, any hotter than that.
0: (laughs) So um, as far as the birds and what's going on here, guys, um, no, we we don't need a wrecking ball, Joe. Uh, It doesn't shock me that you're like, man, let's get rid of all this grass and just get all new grass. Uh, No, no, we don't need all new grass. Um, We have some problems, and I think what I'd like to see them do is what Andy did when he first got here. Andy came in, and he needed to set a tone and set a message. So he cut somebody. So you got to find somebody, you know, maybe that's not AJ. Cause I don't want to send Mark. I don't want him getting get mad. <laughs> we don't want to trade him. Um, maybe it's not Jalen, but we got to send somebody that's significant. That's a part of this problem to send a message that, yo, this ain't going on anymore because if we allow it to continue to happen and it spirals out of control, Joe, you know who that wrecking ball is going to probably catch first one, Howie Roseman, mm. because this will be the second time, if Jalen turns out to be a disaster, this will be the second franchise quarterback that he went to Jeff and said, Jeff, roll out that big fat checkbook. We're going to pay a guy, make him a franchise guy, and pay him a stupidly high salary. And it turned out that was the wrong guy. So he can't afford the miss. Guys, I want to leave, but I want to leave with a little bit of motion out the door.
4: You ready? Trade them
3: all, Chris. Love you, buddy. Appreciate the phone calls. We got House of Cards from Chris there. Well, I wasn't expecting the the Eagles at the end there on a, on a no, that Friday. Was pretty, a Friday? That's, that's
2: pretty passionate.
3: So I think the point he made at the end is really interesting with Howie and the pressure on him not to let another young quarterback, you know, not achieve the the ceiling we think he should. That's part of why I'm not letting this thing just you know go off the rails for another year. I. How Howie has more information on this, Hugh. The Eagles have more information than we than do. We do. Yeah. They They probably know stronger than we perceive who in that locker room maybe is not on board with the quarterback. Who is? And, like, I got to do whatever I can do to get Jalen Hurts to play at a high level. And if, if there's dissenters in that locker room, you know, we could try to have a sit-down conversation. But I also would say, is it worth it? Is it worth it? Now, A.J.'s a different story. He's a great player. Hell of a player. Great player. But if there's other guys that aren't quite great players and they're not on board with the quarterback, I'll find another player.
2: You mean like Dallas got it?
3: Well, but that
2: shooting I, him in the bird. I
3: bring that up because he was very demonstrative in frustration on the sideline. Now he said he wasn't, mm-hmm. but we saw it, right? We we I mean, we saw it.
2: Still ain't cutting Dallas. I ain't wouldn't nothing. cut Dallas. Well let it, I wouldn't trade him either. I think we could work. Like, let uh, me ask you a question. Middle fingers that everybody get middle fingers, man. Isn't I not, mean, that's that's the part uh, for the course. Hypothetical, okay? It's hypothetical. <laughs> okay. Draft rolls around. Eagles are the 22nd pick of
3: the draft. Brock Bowers is sitting there from Georgia. Ooh, why you do, I knew you was going to do that. I, it's a question. That, why do you, <laughs> you do that? Cuz right. you already know what I'm gonna say. You draft Brock Bowers. <laughs> You're damn right. And Dallas could
2: be traded. <laughs> well, I would keep, you him both. keep both. I keep them both. You could do it for a year. I keep both. Sure. I keep them
3: both. Well, that's quite Rob an Brock Bowers boy. That Brock uh, ki- Bowers a big target. He could man. be special. There's yeah, no question yeah, about that. Let's go to Will in the Northeast. What's up, Will? Jeremy, how y'all doing today? Good, Will. What's up, buddy?
4: Oh, man, I think y'all handle yourself very well, man. You know, just calming the situation down. Um, but, you know, you got to understand, like, some of the some of the fans, you know, of, of the Eagles and also A.J., you know, they're they going to, you know, voice their opinion, but, you know, they got to calm down how they voice it. You know what I mean? But, um, Hugh, real quick, yes. you sound like the guy in the movie when he was like, yeah, if he was over here, I'd give you a big hug. A big hug
2: till I pop your head. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't mean it like that. No, man. and no, listen, man. he he had pa- we love passion. He I, brings no, I appreciate passion his passion, man. It. I appreciate his passion, man. And oh, I, I can't man. be I can't be mad at anybody because we all like the one thing that I do know. Working at the radio station, no matter how we try to frame the questions that that we we ask or or we present, people always hear what they want to hear, and and I I don't think I don't think it's fair to us. And I don't think it's fair to the to the listeners that listen to the show that you know you you have to get everything that we that we say in order to di- digest the conversation because to me this is no different than sitting at a bar talking about or at the at the barber talking about Michael Jordan and LeBron James mm-hmm. you know it's the same thing and, and we can agree to disagree at the end of the day that's that's kind of how I look at
4: it. y'all did a great job but um real quick I want to talk like all right now. You you looking at the personalities of you know the different people that you that we're saying may be a problem like AJ, his personality is who he is. He he you know he voices opinion. You know he say how he feels. Jalen the same way. He 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 does that total opposite. He don't really show emotion. He don't really say how he feel. You know what I'm saying. So you got to understand like different teammates have different personalities. But what I would like to see is. I want to see the the management team, the coaches, understand their players and give them what they need. Put them in the positions that they should play, you know, call the play callers that fit them. Like, you got to know your team and your teammates, man. That's why a lot of other teams are so successful right now. They understand their team, they know what their team needs. And our team needs a little bit of rebuilding. We don't need the wrecking ball yet. We, we we just got to see how this season goes. And one last thing, this season is going to be the toughest season that I believe because there's so many up and coming quarterbacks mm-hmm. and, and there's so many you know team, uh, quarterbacks that's returning. Yeah, so it's gonna, gonna be well, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a challenge.
3: Time. I mean, this is this is a crossroads for Jalen. It's a crossroads for Nick. The schedule's a little harder. It is. We're we're gonna know. We're gonna know a lot in a year. Will give us a show we should watch here.
4: How about uh, it's a, it's a uh, game show? It just started. Not too long ago. I think Rob Lowe hosted
3: The Floor. The Floor. A Rob Lowe game show. We'll appreciate it. I don't, I don't know if we get a, a game show on Tri-Day. Nah, when no. What was the last idea. game show you watched?
2: What was the one Uh, where the dude used to be kissing on the women all the time. Big creepy dude. Uh, Long time ago. Richard Dawson? Yeah. <laughs> that was, dude, That like, was 40 years ago. Oh, you know, <laughs> like, Like, listen. Family Feud, Richard Dawson feud. He used to kiss women on the lips. He used to like Richard Dawson. You ever see this guy on? I mean, and this is <laughs> like, no. like, like, Kyle, it, like there's the things the that
3: are, that in the last ten years have become you can't do anymore. And there's he things would, you never should have <laughs> done. Yes, yeah. I mean, go go look it up nobody, on YouTube. It's I'm wild. I'm gonna get in trouble with Richard
2: Dawson. Yeah, it, it's it. It was wild. <laughs> Richard like, Dawson used to kiss everybody in the mouth. <laughs> like everybody's wild. Like and everybody. he he would greet them right, and then
3: you know like the. The, the kind of kiss on the cheek that used to be more of a common thing. No, no, no. He wouldn't even do that. He'd go, he'd go right in there. It was, it was wild. But you haven't watched a game. Wait a second. You haven't watched a game show in forty years.
2: Man, listen. Every now and then, like, what's that with Ken Jennings would come on? I'm not watching that. Jeopardy? I don't. Yeah, Jeopardy. He does a good job. When I've seen him in this small sampling side, but no, I don't watch game shows, man. So I, you know, I was I, traumatized when I was younger by watching games. Why? What is that mean? Because my parents used to make me sit there and watch. You know, that's an old person thing. It
3: is. Well, the sixties and seventies, they were huge. I used to watch the um, when I was like a kid and I was was homesick from school. I used to watch the game show network. I don't even know if that's still a little thing anymore. It is, I think it is.
2: Car, you ever watch Card Sharks back in the day? You see that one? I, I've I've I vaguely remember it, but haven't watched it. Yeah, there were there. There used, there to, used to be, to be a lot. the young and the restless. On the, when I was at home, oh, Luke it, and Laura. Yeah, but that's like a it's soap funny opera. because every now and then, like the television to be on here, and you'll see I'll see people that were in soap operas when I was young that are still doing them.
3: Yeah, one day someone we should have people try to guess what we're watching in the studio because Hugh and I rarely change the channel.
2: No, we just turn on the TV. Yeah, you guys are hard at work.
3: Well, exactly. Uh, but TNT is on a lot because the NBA the night before, right? So we watch a lot of Charmed, a lot of repeats of Charmed yes, in
1: here. Alyssa Milano.
3: And then sometimes we watch some soap operas depending on what's going on.
1: So uh, my, my grandmother appeared on the game show Password a few times. Oh, yeah. She won it
0: and was invited back to do, like, the round of champions or whatever. She got to meet, like, Frank Gifford and Betty White. and yeah. Wow. She, so was, she was a big deal on so that So your show. lineage is a game show champion. That's exactly right. Yeah, that's I don't pretty... think any of it rubbed off on me. Well, but have you tried?
3: Have you tried out? I have not.
0: But, like, I mean, you know, my, my nan, a very smart lady. So <laughs> a high uh, big shoes to fill
3: there. How about whatever. that? I like that. Steve in the Lehigh Valley is up next. What's up, Steve?
4: Yeah, good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. I think I think we ought to blow it up. How come, uh,
3: Steve? What are you thinking here? I, I, I'm i with you. I think they need to make a lot of major changes to get where they want to go.
0: Yeah, I think we should start with a thumper at middle linebacker. We haven't had a thumper since Jeremiah Trotter, you know?
3: How about drafting his kid, Steve? <laughs> Jeremiah I, Trotter
0: Jr. I saw something on the NFL Network. They projected him like a second rounder. Yep. And, uh, you know, I Terry Bradshaw made a comment years ago He said winning doesn't start on the field It starts in the front office And uh, If they go 7 and
2: 10 I think Howie ought to go next year well, I think y'all, y'all, y'all need to let that one go.
3: I think a lot of people, Steve, will agree with you, but the, the reality is he probably
2: won't. Hey, y'all need to kiss the baby on that yeah. one. Howie ain't going oh, nowhere, man. Yeah.
4: <laughs> well,
3: I don't know. I don't, and he, I'm not on board with that, Steve. I don't think he should go. I still believe in Howie, but he's got to fix this thing right now.
0: Oh, definitely, definitely. You know, for every one good
3: draft pick, you could name a bad one he picked. Yeah, there. You now those have been hits and misses, but when you have an executive around this long, there's going to be, you know, there's going to be a lot of boats. Steve, you have a TV show? We should try. No, I don't, gentlemen. Steve, appreciate you, buddy. Good stuff. So Steve's got a, um, he wants to blow this thing up there. Yeah, the Howie conversation. Hugh, it's, We go in cycles. We go in cycles with Howie, mm-hmm. where there's a, a one or two or two and a half year period where he is a genius. He's a Hall of Famer. He, he he's just stay forever. And then you know what happens? Things change, and then no one likes Howie anymore. It, it, it's like this big circle of, of the Howie conversation. It's been going on for – I mean, it really has been going on for 10 years now.
2: Yeah, and Howie's – I don't think Howie's going anywhere. I think Howie has done a, a, a really good job of, of putting the team together, and that's something that you you can't just, you know, discount. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. I think the coaching has been somewhat of an issue or finding the right people to coach the guys that you pick. But I think he's picked some really good players. I think he's done that outside of the, uh, the, the linebackers and the corners. But he's done a pretty good job.
3: Of course he has. I mean, look, they've been at two Super Bowls with Howie Roseman running the team here. The, the issue with Howie, and this has happened now, or at least it happened once, and we'll see if it happens again. I hope it doesn't, is once they pay quarterbacks, they can't sustain. I mean, that's that's been the biggest Howie Roseman issue. They paid Wentz. They couldn't sustain the success. His level didn't stay up, and hopefully we're not heading there again right now. Jeff's in Wilmington. What's up, Jeff? Jeff.
1: Yo, what's up? Hey, Jeff. Luke and Laura was on General Hospital. Um, I had the wrong one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would you say days what did of I our say? Lives? Days of our lives. Yeah, you, dude, I got too. He's much, an idiot. Uh, t- I have too much stupid TV information in. My no, head.
2: I knew it was one of them because you. I remember growing up and that yeah. was like oh, yeah. the big deal. It was a big deal their big relationship deal. because I think one of them pretended like they were dead or something oh, and he wow. came back. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. There, there was it was insane. man. So what? Um, what's
3: when is is Stephen a on? That's was that General Hospital? I think that's because Stephen right. A's got a I, role in th- yeah, one of these. I,
1: I, yeah, I think yeah, I think so. <laughs> um, also, Joe, do you ever remember uh, Press Your Luck? Yes. I, I watched I a lot of game shows. Lambies. Yes, I was yeah, a big game show kid. I, well, I'm older than you, so I watched them before there was game show network. So.
3: Okay, yeah, <laughs> I must have seen like all like the reruns of them in the uh, yeah, late yeah. 80s, early 90s, whenever that was.
1: Yeah, so I don't want to blow the Eagles up. The, the defense needs a lot of help, a lot of help. And, Joe, you brought up a name that I was thinking if they're going to let somebody go, if they're going to change up something, Dallas Goddard would be the one that I would go with. Because, for one, they don't use him right anyway. Mm-hmm. The guy's got a lot of talent. He can catch passes. He can block. Um, but they don't use him right. So why not use him? If you're going to make a move, why not use him as a uh, trade chip? Maybe you know get either somebody else in here on defense or draft picks or whatever. But there's too much talent on this team, and the only thing AJ needs to do is learn how to not fight back to the media or to the fans so much. Just, you know what I mean? Like if you're going to take all the praise earlier when you were doing well, don't come don't come hard at us when everybody starts questioning. Because I don't really think he's the problem, but he didn't handle it very well um, with the question of you know, well I'm I'm you know contracted with the Eagles right now, and we'll see what happens. Type, yeah, and I, an Jeff, answer. I think for him, and I, this is just my guess.
3: I, I think he he looks at criticism and he thinks everyone doesn't like him. Jeff, we've been talking about yeah. AJ on and off for the last month, and I would say ninety percent of fans really like AJ, want him to stay. Yeah, I love him. Yeah, I think sometimes I, I, I think. Yeah, I think most fans are like that. I think social media could yeah. be a funhouse mirror, and then he looks at it and he thinks everyone hates him, but that's not the truth. I, I think most Eagles fans really like, like, want him here.
2: You know what? I I think where we're we're at, both you guys, is when Mm -hmm. all of this stuff, there was a lot of speculation about what was going on in the locker room. And I don't know how it started, but somebody said, AJ's the problem. Like, somebody definitively said, he was the cancer. Mm. And we kind of, and a lot of people kind of took that and ran with it. And I I remember sitting here and I'm like, I don't think that's the case, because it didn't feel like that was the case. But, People took that and they compartmentalized it and they basically put him in the same category as like a Terrell Owens or a, a, a Antonio Brown, and they say, "Well, he has to be the problem because it's, it's receivers. That's what they do. Sure, so that's what happened."
1: The, per- the the person saying that might actually be the problem, and they pick a- AJ because he was an easy target because he got caught on on the sidelines yep. arguing
2: with people. Yeah. no so
1: I, I agree I, with I, you, I, and he's and he's a dude, receiver. I don't believe, I don't believe a lot of that stuff until I hear it uh, firsthand. I'm not so sure what's going on. Yeah, I don't think yeah, any don't of us either. are.
3: Jeff, give us a TV show we should
2: try.
1: Eastbound and Down, HBO. With, uh, <laughs> I, I saw Price. it. I
2: saw it. With Kenny, Scott, Powers. He,
1: he a, yeah, <laughs> he, Kenny Powers. He was Yeah, Kenny Powers. was a former good. minor league pitcher. That's the good one, Joe. Uh, I knew that's, yeah,
2: saw that, that one.
3: Awesome.
1: I, I remember. What it,
3: I remember when it was popular. Like, what was that? about A decade ago? Fifteen years ago? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Will Farrell Fer- Will has some uh, has cameos in it. Plays a certain character. That comes on every now and then. And Craig Robinson from the from the Office is in it too. So.
2: Yeah, man, that's yeah. A, that's a good that's one.
3: Good one, Jeff. Man, we appreciate the phone call. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. We'll keep this conversation going here. And it's a try day. We need a TV show, one that you think you and I haven't watched to try here we got Hughes watching Tubi here. we got to get him something good to watch this weekend. <laughs> Toby. And what should the Eagles do as the offseason arrives? Major changes or minor changes? What do they need? I think it's major changes. I would I would make major changes to this roster. Plus, 11 NFL experts made their picks for the Super Bowl and MVP next season. Any Eagles in there? Any Jalen Hurts? We'll hit that next. Your calls as well. 215-592-9494. It's the Midday Show. On Sports Radio 94 WIP, get buckets with your first bet on Fandle in partnership with Valley Forge Casino, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's $150 if your bet wins. Bet on all your favorite NBA players or teams with quick bets, live same-game parlays, exclusive props, and more. I really like the Fandle app. Just visit Fandle.com slash G-I-G-L-I-O and shoot your shot. Fandle Sportsbook is the official partner of 94 WIP. Fandle.